0: And now follows a podcast from the Damien Gen World Service here in London as part of their not-just-crew COVID-19 season. This audio production has been produced in association with Air Support International Airways.
1: A lot of experience working um you know in the healthcare setting. I'm I've cabin crew, so I have you know I have a lot of skills that I can um give to you. Like please let me know if I can be of any help. And yeah, they got straight back to me. Um and then yeah, before I knew it, I was um I was given the shift on the isolation
2: ward. <laughs> Jen Parker, welcome to uh, Not Just uh, Croon. Thanks for joining us with my uh, my co-host, uh, the uh, podcasting uh, guru, Alex Chisnell, and the NHS clinical care assistant and frontline hero, uh, Simon Costello. So w- w- welcome to you all. Um, Simon still hasn't confirmed whether he's got a, a buffet uh, tonight, but I'm sure he has. But anyway, look, um, and the last episode, uh, we had uh, Matt Dockery, absolutely fantastic, and it was so, so interesting. Uh, to hear what it was like as a patient who had uh, COVID-19. Uh, I really wanted to go to the other side uh, of, of the curtain on tonight's one. And uh, obviously, when we heard about your story, Janet, absolutely fantastic. Not only you cabin crew, you're also training to be a doctor at the same time. Uh, I I don't know where you get get get, get yeah. the energy. I really, really don't know. Honestly, yeah. it is it, is amazing a, a there. Also, uh, Matt, if you want to carry on with Matt's story, you can find his story on how he's doing on uh, uh, www.ordinarysurvivor.com, com. So that's well worth a, a, a look at. But it's an amazing story. Um, in fact, not only are you trained to be a doctor, you're also an NHS volunteer now, aren't you? Mm, yeah. Wow. As, mm. as um, I'm probably going to touch on this later, does that affect your study now?
0: Um study at
1: the moment, it's. <laughs> um luckily it's not at the moment um I'm really lucky living on the Isle of Wight they seem to have everything um really yes yes exactly that goes that goes live tomorrow I believe but um yeah they seem to be have having everything under under control which is fantastic from my point of view um obviously it's it's great to get out there and feel like you're doing something but um I did manage to to work on one of the isolation wards um but no in, in my eyes I'd rather that they don't need me um and I'd rather that they be handling it, it themselves really which they seem to be doing so hats off to them it's yeah. uh, it's yeah. brilliant yeah.
2: Yeah, it's absolutely mm. amazing. I was going to say, if anyone's got any questions, please message in to uh, uh, Alex and Jen, if you'll be happy to take some questions. Yeah, that's, that's absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Fantastic. Honestly, you're a, a very uh, special guest tonight. And those who don't know, you're uh, you're our very first Airsport girl, which is my company. And uh, Jen helped yes. us with that model. And I think that was, we must be the talking original. about the original Airsport girl, Jen Joyce. And I think it yeah. was about 2006. I don't know. It was, uh, a, fair, it was a fair while ago.
1: Two, probably, like, 2009, 10, maybe,
2: because I joined yeah. 2008, right, so... Gone. Well, they they uh, they go quick, and it seems to sort of roll into one. So, you're, you're one of the reasons why uh, this uh, Not Just Crew uh, exists. I mean, your life is so... How do you... How do you actually manage it? What, going, um, um, to, uh, a lot of people ask Um...
1: Um, um, Alex, you on oh, yeah, screen, yeah, a a screen,
2: screen twice. I A
1: goal, a goal. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
0: okay.
1: Shall we all do it? Yeah. That's better. Um, sorry, Trev. How do I do it? Um, to be honest, I don't really have... golden answer for you I just I just do it's just something in me I've always been ambitious I've always been driven I've always been a hard worker and I put in a hundred percent effort to everything I do um and I just I just keep hold of the fact that I love flying and and I have this ability to be able to fulfill a dream of helping people within the nhs as well but i honestly i think working for someone like virgin it genuinely just gives you that buzz to be able to keep going and it you know like you were always saying it gives you the tools to just go out into the open world and just just spill it really um
0: but like, not ju- exactly. it's not just the Virgin aspect, Jen. Like, because no, we, because obviously we talked like in depth last night, and mm. what what we, what we kind of can remember. Like, but like, if you if you tell, uh, that's that you experienced a lot of things before Virgin. Mem- remember when you were telling us? Yeah, yeah. About, exactly. you know when you you have gone over and you experienced what it was like in the villages and all that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Talk, so, us, talk um, us through that. So a lot of people um, do and, and don't know that uh, I was really lucky to grow up in Zambia as a child. So I moved over there when I was five. Um, and yeah, I, I managed to be able to see firsthand what um, a lack of a healthcare system in, in want of better ways um, was was going about in villages and compounds. Um Over in Africa, you grow up with um, a sort of household maid and a household um, gardener. And it was when one of my um, maids got um, ill and contracted AIDS that we realised just how terrible the healthcare system is out there in the sense of she wasn't allowed any special care. She wasn't even allowed to be seen um, and it took her one day collapsing at home and it was my stepdad that carried her um, into the hospital and I just remember it vividly as a, as a child walking through with these lines of people and just because of their race they were not allowed um, to, to enter this hospital and because my dad was there We were allowed to go ahead of everybody, and I just remember thinking I was probably about seven at the time, six or seven, thinking this just isn't right. You know, I I don't understand how this is allowed to happen. So I think subconsciously, this has just been ingrained in me now, and I've taken it with me. And then when I came back to England. Um, obviously, you know, you, you get lost in the schooling system back home and, but that never really left me. Um, and it, and it stayed inside me and I thought, you know, I want to be able to do something that makes a difference. And, and that's, I guess, where that sort of glow and that, that spark in me happened. And I realized as the years went on and situations and opportunities came my way that, um, as much as I love flying, I had another destiny and I had another destination and that, mm-hmm. to me, is medicine.
0: Yeah. It was pretty, pretty similar experience I had when England got beat off Germany and the Italian '90. Devastating. Um, got knocked out on penalty. Never devastating. Left me and I'll not speak to anyone from Germany ever again. It's like it's, it's just something that's <laughs> crazy here, isn't it?
1: It leaves that imprint kind of, on you, doesn't kind it? kind of standard. Painful. <laughs> Uh, uh, Jed, we, we, we,
2: we've discussed this on before. Even when we had, um, I think it was Matt, and even when we fo- uh, first spoke to Simon himself a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. The thing about flying, we all come from different backgrounds, different areas yeah. of the yeah. uh, country, so you do you do get a, 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 a quite a mix. I mean, it's almost like being at university, but being paid for it. What, did you always want it to come into flying? And if you did, was it just? Did you just want to fly, or did it have to be? Uh, did it have to be long haul?
1: So, um, I'll be honest. I never, I, I never really knew about flying, and it was only until my um, my mum, who worked for Virgin as ground staff back in the day, um, she actually mentioned to me, "Well, you know, why don't you go and be crew?" And I, I didn't really understand what she meant, Um, and I was only 18 at the time, fresh out of college, not really knowing what I wanted to do. I hadn't really been pushed in a specific direction at school. Um, You know, I I wasn't exactly a a high flyer, but I I got good grades. So um, yeah, and then um, basically she just said, well, why don't you just apply? So um, I'll I'll be honest, Virgin, (laughs) I... uh, (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> I remember this conversation, that's yeah. <laughs> Uh
1: Virgin to me wasn't my top, my top goal um, because I hadn't experienced anything to do with Virgin before um, and my goal was to be British Airways Cabin Crew um, wow. because I flew with them to Zambia I remember the adverts and I remember thinking, gosh, you know what an amazing thing to be doing getting on a plane and so i went for my interview for both and it was very clear after my virgin interview that this was a hundred percent the company for me um i think most people would agree that there's just something about our family that it's it's unlike anything it's so unique And they just have this gift of making you instantly feel like you are a member of the family. And as soon as I walked in, I just knew, I just knew this was where I was, I was meant to go. Um, And yeah, I I was very lucky. I I remember getting back in the car, chatting to my mum and saying, you know, that was one of the best things I've ever done. I had such fun. And on the way home, my phone rang and they offered me the job. And um, I was just absolutely ecstatic. But a lot, again, a lot of people can um, relate. I was only meant to do it for a year.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and,
2: yeah pretty much like all yeah. of awesome. yeah. Two years, mate. I was meant, to,
1: meant to go off and go to uni. and um, So, yeah, but I just like everybody once you're in it there's just no way of explaining it unless you're in it it's just the most special place and the friends that you meet along the way I mean I have made friends and best friends for life and I honestly don't know what I'd do without them um -hmm. my best friend I speak to him absolutely every single day I don't know what I would do if I didn't speak to him every single day like and you know, even just the support network that you have there. And it, it really goes, it's just deep-rooted. And it, it's like a tree, isn't it? It just, right it from the ground hot. up, it's just spread. It just, honestly, it's just the most incredible company. So,
0: that, so yeah. That warm and, that warm and fuzzy that warm and fuzzy feeling, though, that you get from Virgin. it's, it's not it's, it's not very applicable when you get called at, like, one second past six in the morning no, for a Montego beer with a stinking hangover. Yeah, and especially on Christmas
1: Day. <laughs>
3: You look like a tree, actually, Si, with that green top on. It could be a Christmas tree.
0: I get compared to a tree That's quite it. often.
3: You could in that jacket. I've got some trunk on me. <laughs> <laughs> so, well.
0: What, what,
2: what was the um, what was the sudden conversion to medicine? Were you just really good at avamid or something like that? Was <laughs> I mean, it, it those annies? Really.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I, I love a bit of a Annie I mean, any day yep. of the week But um, no, I it was a gradual thing um, My gran got very ill um, And ended up having a series of um, small strokes called TIAs um, And then she ended up having a very posh sounding operation Called a carotid endarterectomy Try saying that after a few Simon. <laughs>
2: no, last
1: night. Um, that was it, yeah. So, um and and then yeah, I I just remember sort of following her journey through it, and I'd go into onto the the cardiac ward and sort of watch watching everyone. And around this time, I'd made friends with um a few people, one of whom was a doctor, and we just got like chatting. Um, And she said to me, um, you know, about how she was training to be a GP. And I said, gosh, you know, I really admire you. I just, I think that's absolutely phenomenal what you're doing. You know, I just, I wish I'd I'd had um, the brains to do something like that. And she just turned around to me and said, well, I'm not particularly brainy. You know, what, what did you get at school? And I told her and she went, oh my gosh, you know, that's, those are really good grades. You should really think about doing it. So if that's like started the cogs rolling really and then um she got me in touch with um the head the, the consultant of AE at Bournemouth so I managed to go and do some shadowing there and that didn't put me off um and from that it just sort of just grew and grew and grew and, and obviously I had to find out um a lot more about the course I had to find out if I was even able to apply for it um and then that's when my journey really changed from this idea of oh maybe I could to actually yeah this 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 really could be something I I can do Um, and it was it was bizarre there was a lot of medical situations that I had on board that that again sort of made me think, oh my gosh, maybe this is something that I really should be doing. Um because I, I have always enjoyed ASMED. <laughs> I, um, I
0: knew
2: it.
1: You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm well, one of those people. Um, one of those yeah, people that yeah. ask all the questions. So that, not was, one of
0: that was the only thing I was ever any really good at Ahmed. You know, Did you like the role
1: play? Was that the I part? always got
0: the questions every year. No no problems at all. Who, yeah, who not gave
1: not
0: it to you is it uh this one <laughs> so who gave the questions to you well that would be
2: telling, wouldn't it oh that's true that's true yeah. uh, Jen Jen um, could you um i mean even just applying to university can be sort of quite hard what's the yeah. process to actually apply for, for a, a medical school i mean there's
1: quite it's yeah. epic um even yeah. i underestimated it because i've got a very sort of um not a guys, quite airy fairy i mean it's the aquarius in me but yeah. i tend to be very positive like, oh it's all right i'll do it i'll find a way it'll be fine um yeah. i found out that my a level which i had tried so incredibly hard to get um uh, were now yeah. completely just gone they didn't count for anything So I then had to find a course that a university would accept. So I had to do an access to science course. So I had to do physics, chemistry and biology. Um, And I was doing this whilst flying full time. So um, I remember going for my interview and them saying to me, because it's my my local college in Bournemouth. And I remember them saying, you know, are you going to be able to commit to at least three days? And I said, yeah, that's absolutely fine. And I thought, oh, my gosh, I'm not going to be able to. I don't know if I can, but I'll make it. I'll make it happen. So anyway, um, I managed to do it. I mean, at one point I, uh, I landed late, uh, as you do. And I actually had to go to my uh, lectures in the Bib, which was a wonderful day. <laughs>
0: that, um, <laughs> that's insane, that, like, that is insane. I bet the, dri- I bet the dribble was hanging off your face. T- Honestly. <laughs> and, yeah,
1: <laughs> <on your laughs> point, my, um, my biology lecturer was like, um, Jen, you're going to have to point the exits out to
0: us. And I was like, please don't make me. I can't so, yeah, even, I see. I even see. I can't even see. I I was like, I
1: don't even know where I am right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I'd landed after... Um, a Joburg as well. So I was equally like, whoa.
3: Um,
1: But yeah, and then, so I did that. uh, I managed to get really, really great grades again. Um, But I'll have, I admit, a lot of it was through my own doing. Um, I had to completely find out and learn about how I learned because it had been a good sort of nearly 10 years since I'd I'd studied so I'd completely forgotten how to learn and you you don't realize that at the time but everybody does have a different way of learning yeah. um and it's not as easy as just picking a book up or listening to a podcast you know if you're like me you have to you know, do everything, you're a kinesthetic, auditory, um, everything. So, you know, I have to read it, write about it, dance, you know, I, I, everything. So, so yeah, so I had to find my own way of, um, of working and mine was watching YouTube videos, um, and just writing, 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 like repetition. So yeah, so managed to pass the course and then I applied, um, And then I didn't get in. And I remember my friend, the doctor, saying to me, nobody ever gets in first time. And if you don't get in, it's fine. They'll be testing you because they want to see how dedicated you are. So I thought, right, I just need something to show me that this is the right path. And then, of course, the recession happened. And then they made my senior role as crew redundant and started offering part-time so I thought to myself well now is as good a time as any maybe it's maybe it's the right time that um, that I changed my course so yeah so I then went part-time I then got myself a job at Bournemouth Hospital working in theatres so Um, I basically was a um, an assistant to the nurses and the doctors so I'd help with equipment cleaning we'd go get the patients reassure them so again all these key skills that you learn at Virgin that you just you don't think you can filter them out into any area but they really do they just you can just magically just place them into most I would say I would say most areas um and you can just utilise your skills like magic do, do
0: um, you do you feel as well jen like because we like with our flying background and you can kind of communicate and uh yes. like with all different ranks and obviously different like people on board the aircraft of you know yes. like celebrities and yeah you can adapt to ever-changing like kind of scenarios when yes. you're actually in a hospital you've got like you've got senior consultants you've got like you know, yeah. you've got surgeons, you've got, like, doctors, you've got charge nurses. You can communicate yeah. with those guys where, like, a lot of people who I work with are, are, are like, a little bit intimidated by, like, you know, Definitely. like, losing who, control of right them. 100 you Yeah, you're just, like, you just, you kind of, like, you you can adapt and you can, like, communicate with it, with yeah. these guys, you know what I mean? And it's 100%. really good that you can have a bit of yeah. hand with them and stuff.
1: I think what a lot of people underestimate is that, we as crew have the ability to walk into a room of strangers and and be friendly and make friends and communicate not a lot of people can do that um I mean I certainly when I first went to the hospital and even on my on my course you know I'm the the bouncy air hostess that's what they call me because I go in and it's oh hi everyone hi you okay you okay and a lot of people sort of look at me like, "What on earth? Why? Why is she talking to me? Why? Why? Why is she doing that? Nobody's talking. Why?" And I yeah. found that when I worked at the hospital, you know, there's a hierarchy which is very similar to um, airlines, really, because you, you know, you've got your, tr- your captain, your consultant, mm-hmm. got your FO, which is sort of like your SHO doctors, and then you've got. Your crew, which are your nurses and your mm-hmm. HCAs. And I, you're right, Simon, I had the ability to be able to talk to and relate to every single person. And I didn't let the fact that a consultant being a consultant would intimidate me. Yeah. Um, you know, I was very chatty and friendly. And even yeah. though I was warned, you know, oh, so and so, don't talk to him. And oh, don't talk yeah. to her. And, you know, you must call them this. And, I, and, to me, I was just myself and chatty, and actually, they really responded quite well to that.
0: We're, we're yeah. always taught to be respectful of people's ranks, fair yes. enough. But we're, oh, still, definitely. but we're still encouraged to talk and liaise and communicate. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. like find common ground with it doesn't matter who you are, you know what I mean? It's just like, definitely. We're, we're, we're <coughs> to, especially in, in that kind of environment of healthcare as well, you have yes. to have the ability to communicate and voice your concerns. Anything yeah. that you know that you might be, 100%. if you're not sure of anything, you've got to like actually. You kind of just like sit there and say nothing. If you're not sure, you've got to speak up and, and say it because oh, you know it's important, kind yeah. of you
1: know. And those Are the skills that Virgin teach you? You know, if you see something wrong, say something. You know, mm. um, if if you see ice on the wing, say something. You know, yeah. <laughs> if you see smoke yeah. coming underneath the cabinet, say something. You know, and if the
0: drinks cart's running out, say
3: something. Oh, I 100%. Need to get...
1: <laughs> if the boiler's not working, say something. What,
3: what do they call Trev? I'm sure they didn't call Trev the bouncy air hostess, though. Yeah, no, no, they did my hair. But not used to uh, be called the space opera
2: version. I'm wondering, you, you're making this sound very uh quite easy. Seriously, how how do you juggle it? You make um, no comment. Oh yeah, I just do this. But honestly,
1: it's quite it as, takes, it's
2: gotta be uh, tiring.
0: It's gotta be tiring. It is
1: tiring. No, I'm not gonna lie, it is tiring. Um it, it takes a lot of self-organisation and self-discipline. It really does. I mean, you can say to yourself, oh, I can do it, I can do it, but you genuinely have to. Um, it's it's just about making sure that you know exactly what you need to do. You're ticking the boxes, you're completing your assignments on time, you're, you're keeping up with lectures. If you're not able to go into a lecture you then find a way to make up for it um you know it's it's just having that drive to just keep going you know it's it's like that night flight when you are absolutely knackered cream crackered and it's three in the morning and you think how on earth am I going to get in my car and drive home I have no idea I am so tired but you just pull through and you just do it. And I just keep myself motivated. Like I'm so lucky that I have an incredible team around me of support. You know, we all need cheerleaders, but when you're doing something like my course, you really do. I mean, I am so lucky that I have an incredible manager at Virgin who has had my back since um, he he came to the company. Um, He's been phenomenal. He really has. Like he, he's been my cheerleader, um, and he's allowed me to be flexible where I thought I couldn't. Um,
0: who, who was but, that, Jen?
1: Uh, Matt Lee. He's a new manager. He's come over from um, BA. Absolutely amazing guy. Amazing. Yeah. I, I couldn't speak more highly of him. Honestly.
0: Yeah, phenomenal. yeah. I, I can relate to that one thousand million percent because I was the same. I had. I had Marcus Young as my manager. i
1: oh.
0: my had my back all yeah. the time. It makes sense. Helped a difference, me out so many it? different situations and just yeah. I can relate to that big stuff. Yeah. It, it oh, wow. makes all the difference, doesn't it? Because
1: mm. the thing is, you know, I I've never been that person that's like, oh well, I'm gonna be a doctor. So, you know, Manage- i yours virgin. I've never been like that. You know, virgin to me is has And we'll always have such a special place in my heart. And I don't want to go until I have to go, if I'm I'm honest with you, Um, because Virgin gives me what nobody else can. And I am just so lucky that I've been able to combine the two. Um, You know, I've been so lucky that um, I can do a flight and take my work with me. Um, And, you know, this goes down to what you were saying, Trev, you know, how do I do it? I mean, I, the amount of times I've had to sit on my break on a flight and I'm typing my notes up or looking through my flashcards or I'll go down route and, you know, it doesn't matter if there if it's a St. Lucia and there's a catamaran booked, I've got to do my work. And sometimes it, it has been a bit isolating. Um, it can be incredibly lonely, my goodness. I mean, because... The, the spirit of Virgin is that, you know, it's all what time we're we meeting at the bar and where are we going to go? And, you know, where are we going for breakfast tomorrow? And should we cycle down to salsalito And there's all these amazing, incredible things that you do, which are part of the job, which you always kind of take, take for granted really, because it's just a given, you just do it. Um, yeah. So to then have to stop myself and say, no, you know, I have to sit in my room and I have to do my work because if I don't do it and I fall behind the consequences of that, it, it's just not worth it, um, the, and the stress that it, it puts me under. So, well, Jen, um,
0: Jen, you you
2: you you did sort of mention motivation, but again, that that's quite what what actually keeps you motivated. Have you got a vision of the of the end goal? Uh, and does sort of one uh, give you a rest from the other? Does like an air, airline just give you a rest from uh, medicine and, and and vice versa?
1: Yeah. Um, The thing that does keep me going is is the vision. You're completely right. Um, I I can just see myself doing it, and I picture myself doing it, um, and that's what I hold on to. It's always in the back of my mind when I'm having a bad day, if I'm struggling with something. I just keep that vision in me. Um, I'm very visual, and I have a lot of visual things around me, so I have a lot of um, motivational quotes and things like that because – when you read that every single day, you do believe it you know because it's it's how can you how can you not after a while you know once you once you read something again and again and again it's just natural to just to take it on board and think actually no, that is right. I do I do need to keep that focus. I am okay. I'm doing all right, I'm here. Um, so yeah I mean and as far as flying, um, yeah, I guess. I did see it as a, I do see it as a, as a break. Um, It was a chance for me to be able to relax, I guess, because being a medical student, you don't get a lot of opportunities to relax. Um, The schedule is so intense. Um, It's, it's silly because obviously it's hard, but it's just, it's harder than you even can ever imagine um because it's just so it's just ongoing you know and even my lectures that i have you you'd have the lecturer coming in and saying oh actually this is this this doesn't exist now and this doesn't count and actually we've had to change this even from last year so it's constantly evolving Um, but no you know there's there's something incredibly amazing about being able to sit on a beach in barbados with my ipad and go through my notes and my flashcards I
0: mean,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah, I think you most of us are called it, out of um, distraction. Yeah. It's,
1: so, it. it's just ongoing, you know, and... Even my lectures that I have, you'd, you'd have oh, the lecturer coming in and though? saying, oh, actually, this is constantly evolving. Is anyone getting day um, But no, you know, um, I, can I can hear myself incredibly amazing is about being able to sit on a beach in Barbados with my no. iPad and go through my notes and my flashcards. <laughs> <laughs> um, is you're that
2: you're what doing. I sound no, like? <laughs> <laughs> God, you poor people, I'm so sorry. Hey. All right, Jen, right? right, OK. Um,
1: Hang on, Trev. I'm so sorry. I can't hear you. Hang on. That,
2: that lines on repeat. Hello. <laughs> oh, no. Can you hear me now, Jen? Okay.
1: Virginia. It's echoing. Is everyone else hearing that? Is it just me? Can you yeah, hear no, it? No, no,
0: me and can it as well. It's like you come, you're seeing your line with your iPad on the beach. keeps coming up. It's
1: just—it's amazing. I can say it with my mouth closed. I'm, <laughs> I'm <laughs> one of those with <laughs> <laughs> But, Jen, I think, I think the
2: echo, the echoing stops. You were saying you felt supported sort of by Virgin, which is a good thing. Did you, did you get the same response from the uh medical school and the re- reason I, I sort of say that is do you get a different reaction from other medical students because <laughs> you're
1: yeah i mean um i'll be honest i kept it a little bit hush hush about being crew um just purely just just because i i just felt there wasn't any need to broadcast it um and to me my friends were the ones that Knew me, supported me. I supported them. You know, they they knew what I was going through, what I wasn't. A lot of them had the same reactions to you guys, which is, how are you doing this? I mean, how? Um, because they were finding it difficult not having a job. Um, but at the end of the day, I don't really have a choice because i I have to support myself. I'm a mature student. Um, I have a mortgage, I have two mortgages now. Um, you know, I. I, I have to be independent I, I don't have a choice as to not work um, and the choice that I make is to carry on flying because I know that that is the best thing for me to do it's great for my mental health it's uh, it's great for my social um, interaction you know it's great to be able to see my friends and that gives me a boost and what's amazing is um, I guess as well, actually, what, what does give me a massive boost is inspiring other people. If I'm honest, um, I've met so many people along the way who, um, because, you know, I, I believe it or not, despite me being on here, um, I like to sort of, um, keep a bit of a low profile and I, I don't really tend to broadcast what I'm doing. Um, and when I do manage to speak to people, or they say things like, "Oh, you know what you're doing down route," and I say, "Oh, I'm i actually studying." Oh, what are you studying? And I'm like, "Oh, just just this course," and they're like, "Oh, what course?" And I'm like, "Oh, just just to be a doctor," and they're like, "What?" Yeah. And um, you know, well,
2: Jen, just, Jen, like,
0: listen, yeah. it's like it's it's absolutely Ooh. fascinating. It, it's, I swear to God, yeah. right? And it, it really is. And it's like, yeah, it's uh, it just, it's, yeah, brilliant. It brilliant. It it's br- brilliant. you brilliant. Do- You don't meet many people, right? And you don't fly with many people who who want to follow that pathway. So when when you do meet somebody like you, who's got such a busy lifestyle, flying, studying to be a doctor, you've got your home life and your social life as well. Like you know, you know, you've got everything going on. It's bloody fascinating, man! And it's like, and it's such a worthwhile kind of profession that you want to do.
3: It's great.
0: It's really great. It's it's, it's, honestly like. Every time you're talking, it's like you you just go up, up, up. Don't worry about, like, you know, oh, stop it, stop it, stop it, and all that crap. Listen, yeah. listen, listen it's yeah, great, yeah, man. Really it's, it's brilliant, man. It's, it's fantastic. Oh, thank it's you. really interesting.
1: Well, I just, I just love being able to chat to people and let them know that as amazing as our job is, and I will never, ever put a downer on, crew, you know, it, it upsets me when people say... Oh, you're you're just a trolley jolly, you know. You uh, just do beef, and I think, oh my gosh, yeah, like, if you knew what yeah. we do, you know? Um, gosh, I mean, it's it's said so many times that you know we're we're counsellors, we're nurses, we're firefighters. Um, I mean, honestly, we're coordinators of absolutely everything. I mean,
0: we. When I, when we when I, so I, when, when I was flying, and like, I mean, I didn't get many O levels. I, I mean. Uh, educational wise I didn't have many like really good qualifications and I used to fly with people who had degrees and uh, this that and the other and I'd be like oh my god like you know you studied to do that but now you you just want to fly you just want to fly you know and it's like everyone just like we're doing the same job we're experiencing the same things Mm. And like it, it didn't, you know, they were qualified to be like lawyers and stuff, you know. Yeah. And,
3: oh, so yeah.
0: many and it was ladies. like, it just used to blow me away. It's like, I've got I an all a little religious education. And <laughs> I was choked, I was choked. <laughs> I've got to be. It was like, great. Oh, I love them B's stories. Jesus amazing. walking on water. Come on. Love a bit of that. <laughs> brilliant.
1: Absolutely brilliant.
2: <laughs> so, so, Jen, I mean, you, yeah. you've made it clear. Well, it's hard, and we get your study. We're totally totally inspired for you, and I can vouch it. It took us uh, three times to get to get you, on not just crew. Anyway, uh, I, I think I think it helped. We still had the negatives. Uh, I, think, I think that's what t- turned it in the uh, end. I was gonna say, what um, what would you st- say your um study plan is? H- how do you? Because you told me once, uh, there's a certain way you st- study. I, I feel awful. I can't, I can't remember the name of the. Study yeah, a trip. Yeah,
1: hey. <laughs> yeah really. really. What that? is in my my um my my learning style? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, so what you can do is, and and I, I really, really, am a massive advocate for this because if any person is wanting to go into studying something or learning something, um, no matter how big or small. I really, really think that doing a learning style questionnaire is the first thing you should do because you would waste a lot of time in um, think doing doing something a certain way because somebody else does it. Or that's the way that you did it at school, thinking that that's your learning style Well, actually it's not. And this was my downfall in, in first year was I'd completely forgotten how to learn because um, it was about two years after my uh, my college course that I then managed to get a place at uni um so again another long gap and taking this learning style course it allowed me to realize that I'm not stupid I just learn in a completely different style to my peers um and annoyingly (laughs) that style is kinesthetic So that means it's basically everything. So you can watch something, you can listen to something, but you also need to write it down. You need to watch a video about it. You need to make a song and a dance about it. And you have to just repeat and repeat and repeat and repeat. And that's my learning style. I mean, other people's is different. They can listen to a podcast and immediately remember it. They can just read reams and reams and reams and reams of papers and just remember it. Um, everybody's different. Um, and that's, that's what makes learning so special and so beautiful because I, I, I find it fascinating talking to different people to see how they do things because I, I st- I'm still learning every single day. Um, you know, there's, there's so many different things that I need to remember. And that's the hardest thing about my course is it's, it's not necessarily um, what you need to learn, it's the volume. So, you know, like RSEP, those first two weeks when you think, oh, my God, my brain's going to explode. I have no idea what a dog box at L4 is. Like. I have no idea what, what, what is that word. You know, it's the same with me. And I think what a lot of crew are amazing at is being physical. So... <laughs> don't mean that as, as it's yeah, come out. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, you know
0: what I mean. Um, <laughs> you know, you
1: know, yeah, I didn't get so. taught that in a CP. You know. <laughs> yeah, it was after 2008 It's when you left, Simon. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, we're very hands-on people and you can read it in a manual, that's fine, and that might be the way that you do it. But when you get online and you get on that aircraft and someone goes, that's a dog box, you go, oh, right, OK, yeah. and... That's my way of learning. You know, you, you put me in a room yeah. with a lecture hall and you you make me read reams and reams of lecture slides and I'm lost. Whereas you put me in a hospital in a bay with people and you show me a CT scan, yeah. you know, and go, oh, this is where this person's had a stroke and, you know, this is where this has happened and, and this is this and this is the medication we're using. I I remember it better that way. So, yeah, I and I've, I've always been like we
0: Until we had that aircraft visit. Yeah. You know, I, like no, nothing really made yeah. sense until I I got on the plane, yeah. And I was like, Jesus, it stinks, yeah. And I was like, bloody <laughs> hell, you know what I mean? I was like, what, what the hell's that? I'm All like like that the smell food. was farts mm. and sweat and like mm. beef dinners, but yeah. uh, I kind of it was quite kind of nice. <laughs> but Yeah, uh, yeah. don't, don't nothing. Uh, yeah, rare. Ah, uh, and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, like, you know, when we were going around the aircraft and seeing the things and, like, opening mm. up the storages and looking where the equipment mm. was, it was like, oh, my God. It's like, actually, yeah. it, it's real. It's, it's not just It's real, exactly. It's not yeah. just
1: a word. It actually does exist. And, yeah, yeah. And that's exactly right. You know, that moment that you actually – and it, it's silly, and, you know, you, you kind of roll your eyes when you go on SEP and you sit in a circle and they go, right, we're going to pass the equipment round. But if you didn't yeah. do that every year, you would forget it. And yeah. it's that muscle memory of being able to touch something, you know, oh touch the cart, go touch the galley, oh touch the cart, touch the galley, you know, but it's true. Unless yeah. you do that, well, unless I I if I don't do that, I won't remember I won't. it. <laughs> yeah, no, Jen, I'm the same.
0: Yeah,
2: Jen, I was gonna say you talk about sort of learning stuff, but for anyone uh, I'm gonna get on to COVID nineteen in a minute, but for anyone, anyone who wants to sort of follow you, uh in, in, in your in your footsteps, um you're working part-time, you say. I mean, it must be, uh, excuse the French, but a bloody expensive course. Um, are you getting a grant or a bursary or anything like that to help you out?
1: So, um, luckily, because I am a mature student, um, I qualify for um, a bursary, yeah. Um, so, I'm I'm able to get um, a few thousand pounds a year. That said, like, as amazing that is, it's still not enough to cover me not working. Um, But yeah, there's there's a lot of grants out there. I mean, obviously this was pre-COVID-19, so I really don't know um, what's in store for university courses now. I mean, if I'm totally honest, everything for me has gone virtual. Um, So, uh, well, apart from from placements, because obviously you can't do a virtual placement. Um so I really don't know how universities are going to adapt to this. Um I'm but I, I would imagine there would always be grants and bursaries in place because not everyone is fortunate enough to be able to skip into a medical degree, which is over nine thousand pounds a year. Um
0: yeah.
1: you know, it, it is expensive, it is. I'm facing a hell of a lot of debt at the end of my course um and that's again something that you really do have to take into account um a lot of people think oh you know doctors they they earn so much money well yes if you're a consultant and you've you've been in your field for 20 odd years perhaps but you know, people have still got mortgages. They've still got this university debt to pay. You know, you've got kids. You've got like mortgages. flight
0: tech, isn't it? Flight tech. They've got 100%. they've got training. It's exactly the same 100%. with them.
1: So, you know, it's it. By the end of my course, I I am looking at about one hundred and twenty thousand pounds worth of debt. That's what um, I'm looking
0: ooh. at. What what stage are you at now, Jen? And how far have you got to go before you actually get your license and you qualify?
1: So, I am um, at the end of year two now, going into year three in September. Um, so, I've got another uh, technically three years to go. So, I've got three, four, five, and then hopefully qualify um, in year five. And then you go on and become a junior doctor, which I've no doubt everyone's heard about, otherwise known as an F1 and an F2. Right. So you um, end up basically being placed in um, a, a number of different um, hospital settings or GP settings. And the aim of the game is that you, you just become um, trained in different areas so that you can adapt um, and, and just be like the best um, doctor that you can be, I guess. Um, do, you know so, what, do you know
0: what, Jen? You're going to be an absolutely phenomenal doctor because you you have the ability to to talk to people, listen and communicate. A, a lot of doctors that are meet struggle a bit with that. They, they yeah. do, you know. But like you, you're going to have no problems whatsoever. You're going to Aww. be absolutely. You're going to smash it big style. Aww,
1: thanks, Simon.
0: No bother.
2: Uh, uh, Jen, moving on to uh, COVID nineteen. So. Your training's pretty much stopped. Um, when all this started, we, we heard that sort of uh, medical uh, undergraduates, we're, we're, we're going we're to be uh, uh, fast-tracked. Uh, is anything like that ha- happening with you at all? Because I know you're volunteering as well, but yeah. is, is that – you're volunteering, is that a completely separate role to what you're doing there?
1: Yeah, so, um, so I um, – So my uh, university, what was meant to have happened was uh, years one and two is all lecture based. So you go to Southampton um, Hospital or Southampton Uni campus Monday to Friday and mixed in that is placement. So. um, So, again, that's something that if you if you want to do a course like mine, you really have to think about whether or not you can juggle that um, because Monday to Friday, and flying three times a month it's you know so um so basically what they then did was they as a university decided that they were going to um cancel all physical lectures and placements and put us all onto virtual learning and Southampton Uni are amazing because they have um a platform called Blackboard which they um, can put Panopto recordings up of lectures Um, and we've had an amazing response from our lecturers um, who have personally recorded lectures for us to be able to watch at home they've carried on the schedule as it would be Um, so we and then it's down to us to be self-disciplined enough to follow it and of course that can be difficult because you, you know, when, when you're at home, um, on lockdown, um, and furloughed, you think, oh gosh, you know, this is almost like a bit of a, a bit of leave, you know, but, but when you're doing a course like mine, you, you really can't afford to be like that. You really have to be on top of things. Um, you have to be structured enough to get up, get yourself up and follow your schedule and and follow your online plan. So, um, so, yeah, so basically that's that's kind of where I'm at with um, with uni, uh, having a lot of support with our, um, our lecturers, our head of year. I mean, they've they've been really great, really, really great because they understand that it's, it's trying times. And of course, we were all preparing for our exams at the end of the year, um, which are still going to go ahead, but we're not entirely sure when um but we just know that it's it's going to be an online assessment um and uh yeah with with the progression to year three so um it's i i really feel for unis at the moment because it's obviously this has never happened before um it's an incredibly difficult decision to have to undertake um there's a lot of students a lot of medical students so um but of course, they, they're able to assess us online and that's that's fantastic. So, so that's what they're going to do. Um, and then it was a few weeks ago when this all started that I decided that I wanted to apply to be a healthcare assistant. Um, initially, I wanted to do it at Southampton Hospital, however, I knew that the commute that i was obviously doing every day from the island to southampton it's incredibly expensive and with the boats not ideal that they wouldn't be running every single day there's the schedule was a bit all over the place and i thought i I do not want to commit to that when um, there's a possibility of me letting them down so then i decided to apply to saint mary's hospital on the island. and it was just on the off chance. I just I sent an email and I said, look, you know, I'm a medical student, second year medical student. I've got, um, you know, a lot of um, what's the word I'm looking for? A
0: skills, lot, skills, just new skills.
1: Like when I worked completed at the, uh, experience, knowledge. experience is the word. A lot of experience working, um, you know, in the healthcare setting. I'm i cabin crew, so I have, you know, I have a lot of skills that I can. Um, give to you, like please let me know if I can be of any help. And yeah, they got straight back to me. Um, and then yeah, before I knew it, I was um, I was given the shift on the isolation ward. So well. so yeah, so so that was that really. Um,
0: have you have you see, have you seen stuff that's kind of alarmed you? Of you've just taken everything in your stride?
1: No, I take I take everything in my stride. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just it's just me. Like I. I very, very rarely get phased by things, um, and to be honest, I thought it was going to be a lot worse than what it was, uh, and and I think that's actually quite a credit to the hospital. I think the fact that they were so calm, they had everything under control, you know, the staff were brilliant, and the patients, they were really, really happy, um, very well looked after. I felt safe. Um, so yeah, you know, it's it. Well, there wasn't anything that I thought. Oh my gosh, you know, yeah,
3: this is horrendous.
1: Yeah. Um, but you know, I think it's very important that even though the media might be broadcasting people on ventilators, um, you know, and of course, you know, the lovely Matt, what he went through should should not be put to the background and gone. Oh, you know, that's not what I'm trying to say here, but. I think it's really important to remember that there's a lot of people that do recover from this Mm -hmm. and they need just as much care and support and and even people that come in with suspected covid you know it's incredibly frightening and coming back to being crew you know i went into one of the rooms with a with a um covid patient and and I just had this feeling, I just, I went in and I said, is everything okay? And he just said, oh, no, I'm fine, I'm fine. I said, are you sure? I said, do you want do you want anything? I said, should we have a cup of tea? And he just went, I just find this all really frightening. And then he just broke down and I thought, my gosh, you know, if I hadn't have gone in, he'd have been sat there in his room, all upset.
0: Yeah. And,
1: and it just really broke my heart. And I thought, you know, there's so much more to this than just, you know, it is frightening putting on a gown and a mask and going in. You know, these people are still human beings. There's um, the
0: human factor at the end of the yeah. day, and you're, you're yeah. speaking to a person, not just a body. You exactly. know what I mean? Like, there's, there's, yeah. there's a, there's a just soul, a there's a mind behind that person yeah. and a family yeah. and a story, and yeah. you've just got to personalise it. You know yeah. what I mean? And, like, you've got to, like, not just be a robot in front of these people. Totally. You just have to make a simple connection and you get the retention yeah. and then like the you're, they're on board, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, like, well, it's what you, know you were that.
1: saying last night, Simon, about you know, you're incredibly lucky that you have the 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 ability to to go into someone's house, you know, you're first on hand, you're first on call, and you get to build that story about them and you you get to be able to find something to relate to them and this is what I found I was doing when we were on the wards. Is, you know, the people that had been there for a while, you know, they'd set their little stations up, they'd nested, you know, they had their yeah. cards and they had their little bottle of squash and they had their yeah. special thing. And I was able to scan the room and say, you know, oh, that guy there had had a bottle of chili sauce, and he's he's from Jamaica. And you know, oh, yeah. I'll have a chat with him about when I yeah. used to do yeah. bays and those Kingston's. Do you remember? Oh. And, um, we
0: must have talked about some shit last night. <laughs> don't, <laughs> I don't remember that all. People. Yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> but no, it's just lovely to be able to combine the it two. You know, is. I feel really, really lucky.
0: Yeah, it is. It's brilliant. It's great, man.
2: Yeah, Jen, I was just I was just wondering, are you um now you've seen both both sides? Are you feeling the same the same closeness with 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 medical staff as you do with crew? Do you just find the team just gels really, really quickly?
1: Um, I have to be honest and say I think crew are very unique in the sense of we're very um we're very good at uh basically just forming this bubble around ourselves and anyone can be in this bubble um you can never have flown together or you can <coughs> flown together you know 20 20 times um you just everyone is inclusive and and yeah I think there's the thing with with healthcare is a lot of wards they have already made their families you know you have your um nurses that do the same shifts and you have your hcas that do the same shifts. so everybody's very used to each other and i think it could be very intimidating for somebody to come into an environment like that and feel like an outsider because they because everybody already knows each other um and this is when i started to notice um that the gift of virgin is, is the ability to walk into a room and smile at somebody and say, hello, my name's Jen, I'm I'm new here. Um, is there any chance I can tag along with you and you're all right just yeah. to show me around? And I notice it when I'm in a room and somebody doesn't know what they're doing and they just stand there, bless them. Mm-hmm. And I think, gosh, I know. you know, but yeah, I I can't help but say, Virgin crew and I think all crew really I mean obviously I don't have um, experience in other airlines but from what I can I can see especially from all the amazing um, Facebook posts recently we're just one of a kind We, we just have that really amazing gift of being inclusive and making people feel at home and you know, there's there's just something amazing about you've never met this person before, and yet you are sat in the galley at God knows what o'clock, with you know, eating chocolate out of the little like chocolate and crisp box, and you're sharing the most intimate things that you would never dream of talking about with anybody else. So and so basically,
0: everyone who was Virgin Crew were all unstable, we're off our nut. <laughs> We're, we're, not, we're not right <laughs> in the head, man. We're not yeah, right basically. in the head. <laughs> but
1: saying that, you know, um, the I conversations that that I was having on that ward the other night, oh, they were cracking. I mean, they were on par with, with Gally. So, oh, yeah, yeah, it's... It, yeah, there oh. are not
0: parallels. No, 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 you're right. You're, we we are, like, everything you just described there, that's exactly... That's <laughs> us all down to a team. Uh, but, like, you know... Definitely unstable. Yeah, <laughs> definitely, definitely. I'm it's back. Well, amazing. back. I'm it's back. amazing. I'm oh back. Jesus! Oh, I didn't know you'd gone. Yeah.
2: yeah. Listen, listen, Jen, we'll, we'll probably take a few questions now. Now, Alex is back. Yeah. One last one, quickly. Yeah. How, how, do, how do you actually relax? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> um,
3: <laughs> three, three hours on the gym topics last do night with us, yeah,
1: No, no, second one down. Um I I love being active, so I go running, I go to the gym. It's all right, Simon. Take your take your hands It's all right, it's all right. Um yeah, I just, you know, my family and my friends are everything to me. So, you know, I just, I love a good little rant. You know, I call, like I text my best friend and have a little rant and then it just kind of dissipates. But I do keep fit. I think it's so important that you have a release um, because it can it can build up. And I think, and this is to anyone right now, you know, anybody that is feeling pressure, you have no idea how powerful going for a walk is. Um mm-hmm you know my other half said to me the other day that what's beautiful about going for a walk is that you're moving forwards and I think that's so powerful because if you stand still you tend to dwell and you just get more and more enclosed in it and it just gets darker and darker and darker whereas if you go for that walk no matter what happens you're moving forward and I think that's something that everyone should try um I I find it really exhilarating you know there's times when I I'm so overwhelmed and I'm so stressed and I've read my lecture seven times and I still don't get it and I've watched a video and I still don't get it and I think do you know what enough's enough I just need to go for a run or I need to go for a walk um and that's what I do um I've started listening to like mindfulness podcasts I find those are really relaxing um I'm not a massive drinker, like even
3: though. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Jen. We just had three hours with you last night.
1: Oh, no, don't. These um, are your but. Pets. What I will say is, when I drink, <laughs> I drink like I don't just have one. I I have an entire bottle of gin. Blame it on lockdown.
3: Blame it on lockdown. Uh, Jen. No,
1: it's it's just, just me. And again, you know the virgin flair. But um, yeah. but yeah, you know I think everybody needs an outlet. Um, it doesn't matter. What that is, but for me, it's it's definitely keeping fit. You know, get those endorphins running, get those hormones. Yeah.
0: All, about all, about all about the
1: dolphins. All about the dolphins. Loads yeah, of
0: sometimes when I go for a walk, like from a pub, you get trying to move forwards, and I'm trying my best to
1: just fall over,
0: <laughs> but I just I keep going backwards
1: <laughs> I hate it when so that <laughs> Oh, it's like,
0: and I keep saying to myself. Yeah. I've just got to move forward. <laughs> I've got to move forward. But it doesn't work it. all the time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but that said, if I do feel like really I'm moving forward. backwards, like my best friend, who's who's been my cheerleader from the start, big up Tom Dobson, you are my absolute angel, um, and Courtney, oh, my gosh, they have been my cheerleaders like from the start if there's ever been a moment that I've doubted myself or gone oh you know I'm too stupid and I can't do this and why don't I get it they've always always spurred me on and they know me which is an even better thing because when people know you they they know how you operate and they know what it is that you need to do so you know, and half the time Tom will say to me, "Just go for a walk, Jen Parker. Just go for a walk." And I'm like, Do "You know what? You're all right." <laughs> you
3: yeah. well, go we, go we, we out love cheerleaders. We lads. We love cheerleaders. You, you yeah. definitely need a couple of cheerleaders, don't you, say si? Yeah, more <laughs>
2: <laughs> Jen, Jen, I'm wondering, are you um, are you happy
3: to take a few questions now? Now we got
2: yes, Alex, absolutely. Uh, Alex, Throw what's about
0: you? me?
3: Uh, yeah, so I've been struggling here with the um, intermittent connection, according to Virgin Media, in pool in Dorset. Oh, yeah. so, um, so I'm not on point, Trev, uh, tonight, I'm afraid. But any questions, um, please post them up. We've got Paul Davis, who's saying walking is so therapeutic. Unless you're with Simon, I could imagine that <laughs> would not be therapeutic oh, in any way, shape or form <laughs> whatsoever. Lying, lying. Um, Donna Webb is watching Donna Webb watching up in Scotland Ex-Crew as well
1: Oh hi the new
3: uh, Elaine McKeon So she's in LA She used to be crew Now she lives um, oh. uh, is it LA, Somewhere like Manhattan Beach No I'm wrong Somewhere up there Elaine Let us know whereabouts in LA Lovely um, Paul Davis has spotted that I've changed the name on the bottom of Simon's screen. Oh, yes. damn, I've said it now. <laughs> I, saw
0: that. I saw that straight away,
3: mate. Did you? Of oh, course oh, I bloody did. Um, who else? Uh, Wendy Branch, Trevor Jenkins, Paul Davis. Uh, who did I see before watching as well? It uh, was Louise Milligan from Bournemouth as well. FSM watching earlier. Um, Is Peter Sutcliffe watching? Uh no, he's behind you. <laughs> oh my days don't. Chris, uh, you haven't got that thing from last night, have you, Jen?
1: Oh my days don't. Yeah, he does. Oh
3: don't. Harold Shipman. <laughs> um, Ten minutes from Malibu, there you go. I knew sh- oh, oh Malibu, my Make me cry. Yeah. You so so cry. Jen, when you do
0: qualify, please don't do a Harold Shipman. Please, God almighty. It's 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 not you know,
3: it's not cool. This will be the edited bit Trev, just to let you know this is the edited
1: Oh my days oh, it is. I have no in, no intentions of that happening I I couldn't I just Oh my days can you imagine
3: Well if you're having a bad day you know I'll
1: go for a walk Simon
3: Exactly <laughs> listen to a mindfulness podcast and go for a walk or a run Oh my god Screw it just, it just do it <laughs> um, yeah. listen, Jen do you how far ahead are you thinking, um, like, in you know, in your head, game plan-wise, how far ahead in the future do you look? And and you've already said, like, you know, this is how long my training is, this is yeah. how much debt I'm going to come out with. I've, I've, I've yeah. heard yeah. that behind the scenes here. Yeah, um, yeah. But how, how much further, you know, do, do you look ahead?
1: Um, I look in the sense of um, at the end of my course because – There's no point in worrying myself about where I'm going to be placed, where I'm going to be, because I'm not at that stage yet. That is three years away. And I've got far too much. And I'm I'm very aware that stress can honestly hinder you so much. And I do not want to overload myself. So I at the minute I when I first um, started the course, it was a five year plan. Um, and now that's turning into four year, three year, two year. And I just look at it with regards to the coming year, really, because even with my placement next year, I don't know where I'm going to be. Um, I could be in Bournemouth. I, I could be in Salisbury. I could be in Chichester. I, I, I really don't know where I'm going to be. Um, and to be honest with you, I would much rather use my time wisely, um, and focus and concentrate on my lectures and what I need to know right now. Um, because that's going to stand me in good stead for when I'm on the wards and I'm doing my placement. Mm -hmm.
0: Um,
1: it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's one of those things that you, you really, you can't really plan it because you haven't got somebody with a timesheet going right you know on the 6th of may 2021 this is where you're going to be
0: do you have a mentor mentor, jen
1: yeah i i have i do have a mentor yeah i have an incredible mentor who i am really lucky actually she offered to be mine um which it, it was it was it was so lovely of her so she was um my uh medicine and practice tutor because um, at Southampton you have something called MIP and you get to go to a, a doctor's, a GP's uh, surgery and there you have a face-to-face, um, what what would you call that, I just suppose you just call them tutorials where you learn how to take a patient history um, and, and just basically learn how to interact with a patient and make them feel comfortable and safe and reassured and and obviously for me this was something that I was so happy that I was actually good at and I knew easy I easy
0: and it. It? it comes yeah. really easy because you're just yeah. talking to them that's Not all Everyone
1: finds it easy
0: yeah. I, I I know you're right but we were talking. I remember talking about this last night to push back but like because yeah. you can like talk to people yeah. like getting getting like their PM yeah. is like really and good this, is this is what like, is. I really
1: want to get that out there for all crew. Yeah. Do not underestimate how amazing you are, how incredible your social skills are, you know, your interpersonal skills and, and how you are able to communicate, um, how you are able to resolve situations, whether that be with humor, whether that be with like banter, whether that be bartering, you know, you you really are phenomenal people and you might not think that your skills are accepted in the outside world but my god they really are um yeah. you know and and it was thanks to me doing this myth that then my mentor um well she wasn't my mentor then she was she was just my my tutor she just came forward and said is there any chance um you know you've thought about having a mentor and if so I'm more than happy to do that for you. And she's been brilliant. And actually she was the one that pointed me in the direction of the um, learning styles questionnaire. Um, And she said, you know, uh, you really just need to believe in yourself and you need to learn your learning style and don't compare yourself to other people because, you know, everyone's running their own race. It doesn't mean you have to run it the same way. Um, And you find out how... You learn and you do you, and I mean cracking advice because you know, yeah. second year, I've I've really enjoyed since meeting yeah. her, and I find her really inspirational. So, yeah, so I've got an amazing mentor. She's brilliant, fantastic.
3: brilliant. i mm. good.
1: Mm.
3: You do you. I like that. That's a good one. Yeah,
1: you do
2: you.
3: Probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, it's, it's interesting asking that because you know, a, lot, a lot of the people. That I've interviewed on, on my podcast and they've been, you know, CEOs and founders of massive companies. And I always just assumed everybody had like a five year or a ten year plan. And a lot of these guys running like a hundred million pound companies literally it's just a year's plan. Yeah. And that's as far as they look at it because things yeah. can change so quickly, as we've seen. They have a, they have a what plan, Alex? A one year just plan. Just a one year plan. One year. Lovely yeah. Help. Yeah, uh, which really surprises me. With a lot of these guys, you know that it's not a five or a ten-year plan.
1: Really? Do you all have like a five-year plan then?
3: <laughs> mine like, <laughs> goes
0: <laughs> off an hourly yeah, Mine goes plan. off an hourly basis. <laughs> 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 I haven't got a clue what drink, I got it? a clue what's happening after this. Never mind really, <laughs> in a year's time. Great, Trillion love it.
3: Uh, Wendy Branch says, really great to listen to you, Jen. Claire Ellis is watching oh, Kelly Rimmer. Great. Kelly Rimmer is watching. X oh, w- Jimmy w- Rimmer's daughter. Come Correct. on, keep us. Correct. Aston Villa. Aston Villa legend. I remember.
0: Matt Dockery will be watching that. Eh? Stone. Come on, the Villa. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Morley. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think we're going to have to have you on again. Uh, soon. So, how how long have you got to you actually
1: qualify? And I'm sure you're uh, qualified. So How long are we talking? So I've got three more years. Um, so this one, and then and then two more. Wow. Yeah,
2: that's quite amazing. well. There's absolutely no doubt you'll get there, honestly. And uh, you, you, you've got a big crowd be- uh, behind you now. So uh, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, Hopefully you'll you'll come and join us on again in the.
1: Uh, oh, definitely. Uh, no, I've loved it. Thank you so much for having me. I'm no, 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 it's been more awesome. than happy to come back. Any it, more was. Than
3: happy. it was
1: no, Again,
3: It was. You an inspiration. Lots of comments like that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's, that's great. great.
1: Well, if I've inspired you. I, 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 I don't know person.
0: where you get the energy from. It's, it's absolutely <laughs> amazing. It's thrilling. I'll yeah, tell you
1: what it is it's that leftover passenger meal at like two in the morning. That's
0: <laughs> the energy.
3: That's the energy. No, that's, that's great. Great. Well that's brilliant.
2: Okay, well I think we'll wrap that up one there again, Jen. Um good yeah. luck. are you um are you working are you volunteering tomorrow?
1: Um I haven't been called, but you know it's it's almost like standby, so possibly, who knows? Okay. If, if it goes, I will I will follow.
2: Brilliant. No? You were there the dear Trev, weren't you? I was at I was at the mighty Watford Hornets today, yeah. Yeah,
1: you're, you're doing
2: it. You're loving work. it, aren't you? You're loving it there. As I said, you said I could have asked for a better posting. Uh, I say I I uh, volunteered, uh, I thought it was going to just be in Watford what General Hospital, and they said, no, we well, just part of um, uh, Project Wingman, where I work with loads of different airline crews, BA, uh, Ryanair, Norwegian, and they've just put us in the executive boxes. Uh, with, with you and Elton. With who? Nice. Yeah. You and Elton. Oh, me and Elton, yeah, and they, he's uh, exec, executive, You're a rocket man, he's the rocket man, <laughs> and, uh, and uh, we're just looking after the uh, the clinical staff there who was yeah. so nice, actually. Clinical
0: hygiene's the key with Elton John, put it that way. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Right, I'm going to leave that one here. Thank you to my co host as well. Great to see you again. Uh, again, apologies to everyone uh, la- last night. Um, it's a shame because we, we, we still had quite a good time. I, I really enjoyed had it. a great time.
3: Great it? <laughs> and, well, yeah, It's sort of not in the uh, pot or something, wasn't it? In the uh, crickets.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it
1: was. It, it oh, was. the so
0: contenders
2: i don't know if anyone wants to do a special um next week about what's happening i, I won't just concentrate on on virgin because it's happened to a fair uh few airlines as well um about sort of the state of the industry really because even with platforms yeah, like yeah, this, a few
3: people on mate, yeah, well, so, Bring a well, few
2: yeah let's, let's do it I-, I don't know where it's going to go out there yeah okay yeah, we- we'll do that but no thank you very very much uh I love you to see you and uh, of course uh, we'll be, we'll, we'll, we'll be speaking soon.
0: Stories you'd like to contribute to our podcasts for future episodes? Please contact us at hello, you at notjustcrew.me. <laughs>